Hello, welcome to chapters nine and 10 of Sorceress. If you don't know what I'm talking about, go find the episodes just prior to this one. Um, let's get straight into it. This is the end of the book. This is, I've just literally finished writing these chapters now. Um, turns out it wanted an extra chapter <laughs> to be written. So this is the first draft of the final two chapters so the final published version will probably look a bit different to this um but me reading it here is kind of part of the editing process so thank you for being behind the scenes with me here all right chapter nine this is called edges time and time again we are shown our edges we are shown how far our capacity reaches so that we can grow book writing is a great example each book I write stretches me, it grows me up. Each one is a big container that I get to grow into. Right now I can see where I am hitting my edges, where I am not big enough. As I write this paragraph, my sleeping three-year-old's head is in the way of my right elbow and I can't write easily. It's frustrating and I will naturally assign meaning to that feeling. I can make it mean that I need to shift position or I can make it mean that I can't do this. Both my kids woke several times in the night. I'm tired. I'm reaching some edges. This is how it works. As we grow, we find our edges. We find the spots in our life that must expand to make space for the next iteration of ourselves. The problem arises when we see our edges and take them as evidence that we can't do it. When we use them to confirm the belief that our subconscious is holding onto to keep us where we are rather than seeing it as guidance for growth. Society spends a lot of time stating problems. I'm sick, I'm tired, she doesn't like me, he's awful, the kids are too much. The sorceress expresses a problem as a forward motion statement. Rather than, I don't know how to do it, she says, I'm ready to learn that. Rather than, I always do this, she says, I'm keen to shift this. Rather than, I've never had it in me, she says, let's see what I'm capable of. She asks time and time again, what can I do? Sorcery means questioning anything that feels like a limit. Sorcery means letting go of saying things like, I'm so busy or I haven't had time. It means giving up fighting for your limitations. For the longest time, I told myself I am not a morning person. I swore I would never do a job that required me to set an alarm. And yet here I am writing in the dark in the early hours of the morning because it's what I felt guided to do. I remember declaring in an early blog post that I was too sensitive to have a real presence online. I was right, I was too sensitive then. But what you are in that moment is not what you are always destined to be. Part of magic making means evolving. It means being willing to recreate who and how you are time and time again. It means being willing to transform right in front of other people's eyes. Nothing will stunt your growth quite like a fear of what other people will think of your growth. Followed closely by a fear of people seeing us wobble. Imagine you're on a jetty and you're stepping onto a boat. The jetty is solid, the boat is floating on the water. As you take this step and you have one foot on the jetty and one foot on the boat, it feels strange, right? One is certain and still, the other is rocking and unpredictable. It's a bit like the wobbly feeling of stepping between who you are now and who you're becoming. 
Who you are now is certain. It's still, you know this place, you might not love it there, but you know the landscape. Who you are becoming is uncertain. You have a feeling you will like it better there, but you don't know what sacrifices or surprises await you. Growth is a continual process of stepping onto the boat again and again and again to the point where you are almost always in the wobble. But with a little magic, a constant wobble can become a beautiful dance and moving towards the unfamiliar becomes a familiar feeling. What lies ahead is up to you. The person you are now is not the one you'll be a year from now. You are an ever evolving, ever expanding energetic miracle. Trust her. Trust the you that you become in the vision you see. She can handle it. You'll handle it. In every moment you are being led and being held by something greater than any words can describe. You are love. You are divine. As you see yourself move through your soul modes, I hope you see a glimpse of the immeasurable brilliance that resides within you. Look at the perfect balance that is created between your shifting states. We move from detail orientated in super to big picture thinking in wild. From external connection in sparkle to internal reflection in bear. Do you see how the world gave you boxes to be in? Do you see how you were asked to choose an identity and work within the confines of it? We are much more magical than that. We are capable of so much more than you were ever told. The, tra the trap is the idea that there's a way it has to be, that there is a way for each of us to be. Our job as humans is to shed the layers that weigh us down so you can be who you really are. As my friend Alicia Bannister says, it is not about being our best selves. It's about being our truest selves because who you really are is a creator of divine proportions. All of us are. All of us are fueled by a power source that knows no bounds. There is nothing you cannot create. The illusion is that you are small, that you are just a human who can only do so much. It's the illusion that we are all here to shatter. There's a wonderful movie called The Labyrinth. I must have watched it 500 times as a child. At the most pivotal, pivotal moment, the protagonist, Sarah, declares to the villain, Jareth, you have no power over me. As soon as she remembers this truth, the illusions around her shatter. It's all smoke and mirrors. She claims her power and then she's home. That's the game. That's the magic. It's realizing that the power is in you and that it always was. Decide that you get to be taken care of by life. Decide that you are loved by life. Decide that your path is constantly becoming clearer. Decide that everything that you wish to be true is true for you. This is designing a life. This is creating. It wasn't that Sarah needed to solve every riddle of the labyrinth. It was that she needed to see the illusions. She needed to claim you have no power over me. She needed to find the power within herself. Throughout the film, she swings from this isn't fair to I can do this. Let's go just as we all do as we move through life. In our divine journey, no one is asking us not to be human. Feeling feelings and moving through them is part of the ride. As you make magic, you get to be a real human. We all see those people who never seem to have a moment of self-doubt. 
But the beautiful thing about understanding yourself better is that you start to understand others better too. And when we understand each other better, comparison and judgment become less of a thing. We all experience bear mode. We all have moments of reaching our capacity. We all have limiting beliefs, challenging memories, and negative thoughts to process, whether we let the world see it or not. This is where we get to use the tools we spend our lives collecting. I used to feel like I didn't get to call myself a spiritual person because I wasn't that into crystals, chanting, or burning sage. Until I realized that a spiritual practice is actually just anything that connects you to your soul. Those will be different for everyone and also different in each mode. In bear mode, I love meditating, but I can't stand it in super mode. In wild mode, I love to write, but in sparkle mode, it's all about dancing. Spirituality doesn't have to look like sitting in stillness at an altar or dancing under a full moon. Connecting to your true essence may not happen via oracle cards or via women's circles, or it might. For so many, spiritual practices have become more shoulds on the to-do list. It's time to replace the word should with the word soul. We are taught to ask, what should I do? But much more profound and expansive answers will come from the question, what does my soul say? Try this. In each moment, ask yourself, what do I feel called to do? Ask, what would connect me to my truest self right now? And trust the answer. You will be guided to what will guide you. Next chapter, heart and soul. Sorcery is living from the heart as guided by the soul. Our soul is the masculine visionary consciousness, the director. Our heart is the feminine creative everythingness, the producer. A soul led heart centered life means a life that is just that a life that is led by soul and created by heart. To create a union like this, the heart needs to trust the soul. The heart needs to hear the whisper, to see the vision and to say, yes, I hear you, I will. The heart doesn't need to see where it's going in order to get there. It only needs to feel, to open and to create. This has been my most freeing life lesson to date. It is what allowed me to write this book. My soul said, sorceress is coming, but it's my heart that pours out onto these pages. I don't know where this book will go. I don't know how it will be received. I only know that I was guided to write it. And I trust that my soul only guides me where I'm supposed to go. There is such a beautiful freedom in that level of trust for your highest self. And just the same, the soul must trust the heart. The soul gives guidance to a heart that hears it. The soul does not demand anything. It is the visionary. It points towards the path, but it is the human and her heart that takes the steps. You have creative genius that is led by your visionary genius. You have a heart that creates and it is guided by a soul that sees. You have the most powerful forces inside you, around you and through you. Isn't that just magical? A call to action. Let's continue this conversation. 
jump into the free mini course at carlymarie.com forward slash sorcery skills. Check out the full program at carlymarie.com forward slash sorceress. Connect with me on Facebook and Instagram at MS Carly Marie. Tune into the podcast Genius Unleashed or find me at carlymarie.com. Acknowledgements. Gosh, I have been supported and loved by some extraordinary humans along the way so far. I'd like to acknowledge a few whose wisdom has had particular influence in what ended up within the pages of this book. Maria Portis, thank you for teaching me what spirit really is and showing me what was in me all along. Bridget Wood, thank you for helping me see where my edges are and particularly for showing me that edges are movable. Julie Tenner, thank you for showing me that I can expand my capacity to hold intensity and for introducing me to feminine magic. Importantly, I wish to pay respects to the Boon Wurrung people, the original and traditional custodians of the beautiful land I wrote this book on and that I call home. To the team who support me, thank you for fueling me and for making magic with me every day. And to every client, customer, reader, mentor, guide and friend I've had the honour of connecting with, we are not done. There is so much more. I love you. And to the podcast listeners here with me now, thank you for doing this with me. Um, this is definitely the draft that you have experienced here. Um, I would love for you to get your hands on the complete and published version of Sorceress when it does go out. Make sure you're following along on socials or on my mailing list on my website so that I can share that with you. I would love your feedback, your thoughts, your heart. Please do come and find me on social media and share that with me. I love you all and I will see you in the next series. There's some really cool stuff coming up on the podcast. Thanks, loves.